Hello and welcome to the next podcast on the series of Experience Rooms. This is about different shifts we have in life, big transformations, huge huge changes basically uh, and I'm talking into these different ideas of how I experienced it, how it can be helpful and what I wrote in various books and yes, experience rooms, <laughs> especially from a female perspective um, yes and also from a woman who is who is uh, traveling a lot, who has been traveling a lot, who has lived abroad in different countries and different contexts, and who has experienced loss in, in various forms, uh, be it the loss of a beloved person by um, death. I want to call it, I prefer calling it passing and crossing the rainbow bridge to a different reality, May it be loss of a person through to separation, divorce, different life paths. May it be uh, loss or grief from losing hopes and dreams and a life you always thought you will have. And also someone who has been single quite a big part of her life, even though there were partners, relationships and a husband, but there were always times of being single and exploring the world on my own terms, work-wise as a humanitarian aid worker and also traveling by choice because of meeting people, exploring new worlds, learning more about different cultures and writing about it, experiencing it, learning about energy work and bringing it all back like a bridge in this life uh, from my country to others, but also and most importantly from other countries to my own country. So this is who is talking <laughs> and gives you a little bit of an idea. Today I would like to share with you experience rooms by choice. I talked about grief and loss in the last experience rooms and how also to support others who are in a grieving place, no matter how the circumstances are and what the loss is about. Today I want to talk about choices we make which which also are very difficult sometimes because we are not prepared or we don't know how to prepare. <laughs> I would like to share about one shift you feel inside like moving to a different country by choice. This was the case for me quite a few times. Um, I was deployed by a humanitarian aid organization to developing country, so-called developing country. And of course, there's a lot to prepare work-wise, but also to prepare emotionally for it and to, to really 
know what you're getting yourself into is very difficult first. <laughs> and the most difficult part is, and nobody tells you that at the beginning, to come back home because you have changed so much but the context might still be the same and it might not be that the people you usually connect with or stay with or are with understand your new reality, understand your new context. So this is also something to, to reflect about that you might look for like-minded people once you come back home. And of course, to to be as free as you can possibly be during your time abroad. If it's for a limited time, it might be different than if you decide to go for good, to move to a different country for good. So yeah, these are shifts that are crucial in our life. And if you do that on your own as a, a single woman, it might be very different as if you move to to a different place because your partner is there or you already have a network there or you um, you have been there for quite some time, you know the context and you feel familiar or if you go with somebody to be there, to live there. So it's really different whoever wants to make the choice and for me it's been always beautiful to to move to different places and to experience how the life is there, how I feel there, what opens up inside of me, what kind of discoveries I make about myself. It's always beautiful to see that a different country, a different context has such an impact on yourself and to allow yourself to feel that to take time to observe, to understand, to tune in. And time to integrate is really important. This can also be the case if you go for one or two months or for one year traveling to different countries or to one country. There are so many levels, so many layers to discover, mostly about yourself, your belief system, your culture, the way you grew up, poverty versus people who are rich, who can afford a lot of things, especially in Western societies, justice or injustice. So you might be triggered in a different environment. And to allow all these layers, all these different realities to be and to observe what it does to you, to reflect about it, is beautiful, challenging, of course, <laughs> but it's very beautiful because then we learn more about ourselves. And this is the same if we do our inner work. For me, it has been very helpful to have outside different realities, different contrasts, extreme contrasts sometimes, to realize how it's connected to my inner work and to ask myself questions, to talk, to reflect, to grow. 
to heal in the end. Always when there was a lot of anger or a lot of sadness, when I was triggered by different places or people, I realized, okay, there is something to learn here. And these sometimes are huge experience rooms and very huge shifts, mostly inside of us. The biggest shift so far has been to realize, little by little and all of a sudden, very, very intensively or intensely, how much I have changed, how much I have outgrown different contexts, different friendships. And it's a very, very crucial moment to realize that. Little by little, I guess we always feel or realize. But once you are waking up, it feels like waking up and see that you are very different in a way. You're in a very different place. You're in a more aware place maybe, a more aware place about how you want to be in the world or who you really are and what has not been true, what has not really been true for you. But you did it anyway because you thought, I have to, this is kind of expected, this is kind of normal. And then you realize, huh, I'm not doing so many things that are that I used to do before. <laughs> I'm a really new person. I have new friends. The friends from before, of course, are still here, but it's not that connected, not as connected as it used to be. There are new people entering my path. Some people from before, they just leave without a fight or without explanations, they just don't seem to be present. You don't seem to be present for them. So it's very interesting to be in that space all of a sudden to to open the eyes, like really open the eyes and see, ha, huh, I've changed. <laughs> I'm a new person. I'm still, of course, some parts are still the same as they used to be, I still value these topics inside of me or these themes. I still am this person, but there are so many other topics here now. There are so many mother, mother interests, priorities, and it becomes so rich, so abundant, so full of life, so full of experiences. And at the same time, it can be very challenging. Topics that used to be very important to me, all of a sudden they are not important any longer. And topics I could share with my, my circle, my group around me, well, it seemed like it's not possible any longer. But there are new people, new circles, new groups of circles. <laughs> Depending on my interests, I really connected more with writing people, writing friends, I call them, writing soul friends. And then there are spiritual friends, and then there are friends for pretty much everything <laughs> in life. 
and then are friends for certain interests like hiking or opera or traveling or special countries like Cuba. I have Cuban friends, Cuban connected friends with whom I of course also share other topics, also similarities uh, in other areas of my life, but they connected with me or I connected with them through Cuba and others through Peru. But with Peru, usually it's also with spirituality and it's with rituals and nature and yeah. So it's beautiful to see how all these different friendships open up. Humanitarian friends <laughs> and then the writing friends, energy workers, traveling friends, cultural friends. I don't want to <laughs> classify all of my friends, but it's like beautiful to to watch how it evolves and at the same time to let go of people who who don't seem to be that important as they used to be. You wish them well, I wish them well. I still hope the best for their life and for their experiences, but we have grown apart in the sense of not spending too much time together. There's not much to talk about any longer, but we wish each other well and we think of each other every now and then and it's beautiful too. So these shifts of our experience rooms can be very, very, very eye-opening. <laughs> If we open our eyes and see what's going on inside of us, outside of us, and allow to really take time to, to feel it, to see it, to, to understand what's going on, to kind of orient ourselves in a new way. Miracles happen, magic happens, new people cross our paths, new opportunities appear. It all depends on our frequency, it all depends on how we are showing up for ourselves, for others in the world. And it can be become very quick. I experienced sometimes I I want to manifest something. I want to have a certain shift consciously to go to a certain place or to start a certain project. Boom, it just happens. Yeah. And then in various areas all of a sudden things are moving and to keep track of all these, these different seeds we see it and seeing them growing sometimes growing like woo in a speed in a really extreme speed can be very fascinating and yes it can be overwhelming but if it's beautiful seeds if we are very aware what what we bring out there what ideas what inspirations what thoughts what words what creations it can only be for the highest good of us and for everybody else It can only be magical and beautiful. And then if we are in this in this vibration of of happiness, of joy, of beauty, it supports us 
with all these huge shifts, it supports us with letting go of a person that just doesn't want to, to spend time with us any longer. And it's okay. We send them the best wishes and it's all right. Or more, more challenging issues if, if we face a disease or somebody around us, close to us, is sick. To, to really feel how we can support this person or how we can be good for ourselves and do the best to our knowledge for this disease, for these for this circumstances. Even this very hard and, I don't want to judge, but these very difficult, challenging experiences can be less hard on us or less difficult. We can even understand something we didn't understand before or learn something we didn't learn before. And of course it's extremely sad or hard and difficult if a disease needs to happen. Sometimes it's out of our control. Actually, most of the time it's out of our control. But our feelings and our emotions, our thoughts, where we are with our presence, if we are really in the presence, with our presence, and if we are continuing to to vibrate on a very high frequency, what I mean with that is to be not artificially or unauthentically optimistic and positive. I don't believe that this makes sense. For me, it's much healthier to go into the pain, to go into the anger, to go into all these emotions that might come up with circumstances or shifts. Even if we want a shift to happen in our life, that's, for instance, moving to a different place or being with a certain partner or starting a new project. There could be doubts, there could be insecurities, there could be lots of things. And that's okay too. Or there could be circumstances from the outside, no? The universe always tries to show us, are you really sure <laughs> you want to go this path? You want to start this job, you want to be with this partner, you want to stay in this country. So there are tests, that's normal. <laughs> the question is, how do we deal with them? How do we move through with it or through these experiences? This is the crucial question here. Do we get angry? Do we get impatient? Just observe. We don't need to attach to our emotions. We can just observe, to be in this place, to, to watch ourselves, what we are doing, what we are creating, and how we move through this life's challenges and shifts and tests. Yeah. This is, this is really the, the beautiful part. No matter if it's your own creation, your own 
wanted shift in your life right now or it comes from the outside, a shift you have not asked for that might be really triggering you, challenging you, overwhelming you. But how do we move through that and increasing your frequency without having a big shift in your life on an everyday basis by doing what you love, setting clear your priorities, being creative, spending time with people you feel good with, with animals, with nature, in nature. It helps us for all these big shifts we all have at one point and the other, different life-turning events. They can be life-changing, extremely huge for you. Somebody else might not see that it's that big for you, but for you it is. So it's always good to know ourselves, to take some time to reflect, to not run from one to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next, without taking time to see, okay, what's happening for me right now? How do I feel? What's going on inside of me? And we all have different tools to do that, but I'm very sure, very certain that for all of us it's really, really helpful to allow to slow down, to be, just be, no do, <laughs> just be. Not as easy as it sounds, but with practice we can do it. And I'm not a master at all <laughs> with the just being and not doing. But I just love to to do and then take some time to integrate, to reflect, to be alone, to be in silence, to be with nature and do again. So it's a dance and sometimes I feel the dance is a bit too fast or sometimes <laughs> the dance is a bit out of balance. But I think that's the, that's the process, that's our learning, how we want to dance. If we do a samba for one day without doing a slow bachata in between. Bachata is a Caribbean dance or South American dance, where you dance very gentle, very sensual, very slow. And Samba, of course, comes originally probably from one of the African countries, but it's now known mostly in Brazil. and It's very fast. So this is, <laughs> this is our challenge sometimes, to have the balance. Yeah. Experience rooms of different shifts in life. And how we can prepare and how we can show up for our own highest, best version of ourselves every day. Some thoughts for you to, to reflect, some thoughts for me 
to reflect upon as well. And yeah, I look forward to, to connect more on different experience rooms. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening and wishing you all the best. I'm very happy that very soon my new book, Transmissions from Mother Earth, Love from Gaia, or Love for Gaia actually, from Gaia and for Gaia, <laughs> is going to be uh, available in in paperback. It's now already available available as an ebook, but not on paperback, and that's what some people, including me, are still preferring. Um, and is this I also it's also one tool to to really be present if we listen and connect with nature and talk with her and listen to her, especially listen to her and be with her. So lots of love and thanks once again for listening. <laughs>